when she said, go, when I saw another specialist and they cleared me, she said, listen, you need to fight for your dreams. That's what Daniel Bryan does, is he fights for his dreams. So, so then, then, when I got depressed, I wasn't just grateful. I decided to fight. And when I got angry about not being able to be in this ring, I wasn't just grateful. I decided to fight. And there was a time when I wanted to quit. And instead of walking out, she got in my ear and she said, you don't walk out. She said, you fight because you need to fight for your dreams. Fight for your dreams. Fight for your dreams. And if you fight for your dreams, your dreams will fight for you. Because every hard thing seems impossible until it becomes real. And over the last two months, I've asked WWE to relook at my case. And they sent me to the best neurologist all over the country. And all of these neurologists, every specialist, every doctor I've seen has said the same thing, and it is this. You are cleared. to the fun stuff, right? I don't know exactly when or where I will get back in this ring. Outsider's Edge, your WWE correspondent 
Trackstar Sports bringing you the latest and greatest in the WWE. So that last clip you just heard is the return of Daniel Bryan to the WWE for competition. So obviously everyone's excited about that. Uh, One of the most entertaining superstars of this era um, coming back to coming back to action. Um, that's gonna be that's gonna be big. Um, you heard the chance. Um, it would be great if he comes back for WrestleMania. Um, there's constantly seems like there's being announcements made about the the lineup for WrestleMania. So we'll see what happens. Maybe Daniel Bryan will uh, return make his return at WrestleMania, that would definitely be an epic uh, WrestleMania moment um, if he does. Um, I've been hearing speculations about somehow him ending up in the title match for SmackDown against Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, I really don't see that happening. Um, Everyone's already looking forward to that that matchup of of Shinsuke versus uh, AJ Styles. I really don't see them throwing Daniel Bryan in there. Um, I mean, it might work as far as the excitement and the hype and the buildup. Um, I'm pretty sure it would be a great match, but I really want to see Styles and uh, Nakamura for uh, for the title at WrestleMania. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, also, um, segueing out of that, uh, we move on to... Uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Now, last week, uh, uh, Shane McMahon announced that he would be taking a leave of absence, which totally moves him out of the way of being involved in anything with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, They attack Shane McMahon. He's, uh, (laughs) He's definitely on leave now because of because of the attack uh, they did on him. I mean, they beat him to a pulp, uh, smashed his head in a chair, uh, powerbombed him on a on a trunk uh, and backstage. I mean, they pretty much, they put him out for the count. So even if he wasn't going on a leave absence, he's going to be on one now. Um, so Daniel Bryan also had to come back uh, on SmackDown Tuesday and address that. And... He did what we didn't think he would do, which was um, fire Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens uh, go off and they attack Daniel Bryan. So (laughs) welcome back to the WWE Daniel Bryan. Uh, Even though they're fired, here's my take on them getting fired. Um, One, I know that there's... One thing I don't uh, really consider with stuff like this is the bouncing back and forth between brand to brand, which means if something happens to you on one brand, that doesn't mean you can't go to the other one. So at, at least, i.e., i.e., John Cena. <laughs> but then again, I don't know. John Cena is a special case because he's a free agent, which I didn't realize him being a free agent means he can bounce back and forth between Raw and SmackDown. But, um, because of that, I'm thinking, okay, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn can bounce over to Raw and get picked up there. Um, because those two guys are big talents. I don't, 
I don't really air quote think they got fired. Um, I think this is definitely a build up for something else. Maybe the build up is WrestleMania. We have a tag team match. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn versus Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan. Maybe that's the return of Daniel Bryan. I'm just throwing out there, just speculating. Um, because Just because of the fact that they attacked him. Um, I don't see them just walking off free and clear and there being no kind of re- retribution for what they did. Especially since they've attacked both now. Um, like I said, they, they got Shane McMahon last week and put him out. They got... Daniel Bryan this week on his return. I think the return <clears throat> could possibly be tag team match Shane O'Mac, Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, maybe bring them back and put their jobs on the line for it. That that just sounds like a good. That sounds like a really good storyline. <clears throat> yeah, just rather than just fire them, put the jobs on the line and they get fired somehow, some way. They win the match. They keep their jobs. And you kind of keep this little antagonistic relationship they have going. Uh, Stretch it out a little further. I don't know. Um, That's just my speculation uh, for that. Um, Then um, the next topic is uh, John Cena and The Undertaker. Now, um, last week, John Cena... uh, He's been constantly uh, trying to figure out a way to to get himself inserted into the wrestling lineup for WrestleMania. So first, it was Elimination Chamber. He didn't win Elim- Elimination Chamber. So Plan B was come back to Raw. I mean, come back to SmackDown and. Uh, get himself inserted into what was a five-way match for the uh, SmackDown title. Get himself inserted into that match and make it a six-man match, win the SmackDown title. Then he has a title match at WrestleMania against Shinsuke Nakamura. He doesn't win the six-pack challenge. So he comes back to Raw and he says he does what he basically teased before the uh, fast lane pay-per-view is he makes a challenge to the undertaker to face him at WrestleMania. And so now he's, um, you know, like a better term, he's bad mouthing the undertaker trying to calling him out saying, Hey, come on, let's do it. You know, two of the greatest WWE superstars of all time. who've never faced each other finally face each other at the granddaddy of them all Wrestlemania the, the biggest stage which would just fall right in line with a host of other matches over the years that um, that people have wanted to see that happened at Wrestlemania I mean you had The Undertaker uh, eventually uh, ending his streak losing to Brock Lesnar um, you had Undertaker against uh, CM Punk. Um, I mean, Undertaker had over 20 years of, you know, great historic matches at WrestleMania. Um, And even John Cena, you had John Cena against The Rock at WrestleMania. That was really big. Um, 
You had The Rock versus Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania. Even going back to one of my all-time favorite matches, you had Hulk Hogan versus The Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania. Um, Then going even further back, you had Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant at WrestleMania. I mean, WrestleMania is just the epic stage for for comebacks and and great all-time matches. So, um, I I think Undertaker and Cena is going to happen. I'm really hoping it does happen. Um, I think that they're teasing that it's not happening just as a way of building it up. So, John Cena makes the challenge. He comes out this week for a response to the challenge. No Undertaker shows up. But Kane shows up. And John Cena says, okay, Kane, so what's the answer? Is it yes, is it no? Because basically at this point, John Cena's like, at least, you know, regardless, you know, you don't have to accept the challenge. At least be man enough to come out and tell me no. And um, so Kane shows up thinking Kane's going to give a response. Kane's response is he chokes the name of John Cena. Um, So is that a yes? Is that a no? We don't know. But uh, one thing we do know for sure is that next week on Monday Night Raw, uh, Kane will face off against John Cena uh, in a one-on-one match. Maybe then we'll find out what the response is from The Undertaker uh, for this match. Um, I'm, really, I'm really hoping they don't try to turn this into some kind of rivalry between Kane and John Cena, and then that ends up being the match at WrestleMania. I'm really not looking forward to that. Um, yeah. Uh, even though I felt like they they tried to do a bit of a resurgence with Kane uh, when they got him in the uh, three-way match with Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar for the title, which I had predicted. I knew Kane wasn't going to win that match. And just what I thought would happen happened was Kane took the L and got pinned in that match for Brock Lesnar to retain the title. That was kind of my prediction for that match was not that necessarily Brock Lesnar would win, but... If anybody wins, it was either going to be Brock or Braun Strowman. And whoever wins, they're pinning Kane to win. (laughs) So uh, that's why I felt like the role Kane played in that match. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Maybe it'll be a great match between him and John Cena. But as far as WrestleMania is concerned, not looking forward to seeing that at all. So hopefully we'll hear a response from The Undertaker this coming Monday on Raw. Or maybe we'll get some teases on social media, on Twitter or on Instagram or something. We'll get some teases as to whether or not this match is going to happen. Um, uh, on to a, uh, a low light <laughs> of Monday Night Raw. Um, a low light of Monday Night Raw was the end of Monday Night Raw. I just wanted to get this out of the way <laughs> because this was brutal. <laughs> okay, so you had the end of Monday Night Raw, you had a match between Matt Hardy, woke good old Woken Matt, <laughs> and uh, the Eater of Worlds, Bray Wyatt. Now, this wasn't a regular match. This was a a match between these two at the Hardy compound. I don't know if you remember uh, way back when when uh, uh, Bray Wyatt uh, had uh, a match with the New Day 
at his compound or whatever way back when. So it was a match offsite out in the woods somewhere. Um, in that particular case, there was no ring. <laughs> they were just like out on a farm somewhere. Um, this particular case, um, Matt Hardy's compound has a wrestling ring. They were outside. They were outside in the middle of a big old field, but in a wrestling ring. Um, to me, rather than it coming off like a wrestling match, it came off more like a really bad movie <laughs> with a really bad fight scene. <laughs> like the, to me, it was just horrible. Um, it was really brutal. Um, uh, <laughs> to be honest, I was watching, uh, I was watching Raw and I kind of dozed off towards the end. And I woke up during this match and I woke up going, man, what is this? Dang, I missed the end of Raw. Gosh, you know, I have to, well, at least I DVR it. I'll go back and rewatch it. And and then I look and as I, I clear the cobwebs and I look and I go, wait, this is wrestling. And I was like, wait, that's Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt have a movie? Because <laughs> that, that's what it looked like. It looked like a movie. And I was like, this is a really bad movie. Um, so, yeah, WWE, uh, you gotta rethink how they do segments like that, because that was just really, it was just, it was bad, and I thought it was a really bad way to end Monday Night Raw, um, but, uh, one thing I've said about the rivalry between these two is that, uh, being this wasn't the first time that they wrestled, I believe that this is the second time, um, that Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt have wrestled each other, uh, I've always said that the promos for their for their matches and their rivalry are going to be way better than any of their matches. And that's holding true right now. The the antics of Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy on the mic are very entertaining. Their matches are average at best. Um I mean, but I mean, that's my opinion. I've never been a big Matt Hardy fan. I like Matt Hardy with his brother. I like the Hardy boys. I think they're great together. Um, as far as a singles wrestler, not necessarily a big fan of Matt Hardy. I like the Woken Matt character, though. So the promos, the videos, and the yes. <laughs> like, I, I love all that stuff. It's really entertaining. Bray Wyatt, the same thing. I like Bray Wyatt's just demented character. I, I like that. Um, and he, now as far as like in the ring, I like him better than Matt Hardy in the ring. Um, I think he's really good, you know, in the ring. Um, but as far as like these two with their matches, their matches go, like the matches are okay. They're average. Um, they're, to me, they're like filler matches. But to me, the, the, the really killer part of the whole thing are the promos. And this was like the epitome of the worst to me was this whole little movie like segment <laughs> that they did with the match at the Hardy compound. It was just it was horrible. It was bad. Uh, if you saw it and you enjoyed it, you know, God bless you. <laughs> I, I personally didn't didn't enjoy it. I thought it was I thought it was pretty hard. And even going back and rewatching it on DVR, it was like it was brutal to watch. It was just kind of like, and eh, this is they were trying something different, you know. But it just wasn't. 
And then, like, my logic really kicked in. <laughs> like, I'm watching and I'm going, there's a referee, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a referee. I think that was probably the difference um, from what I remember. I have to go back and look at it. But I, when, the, when the New Day came out to uh, Bray Wyatt's compound, I don't remember there being a referee. I remember it being more so like they just randomly went out into the woods and were facing each other. Um, this one was just kind of like, I mean, there's actually a ring and a referee. Oh, no, it was just weird. It was weird. The whole segment was kind of weird. Like I said, it came off more like a bad action movie with a really bad, with really bad fight scene choreography. Um, so, yeah, so WWE, try that again. Do better. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> uh, so then, um, Next, I want to talk about, I'm really, really, really looking forward to Asuka versus Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania. Like, that's going to be a huge match. But I think Charlotte is definitely, or at least they're playing it as she's worried. Because she she could lose. (laughs) Like, I don't know what she'll have to do to beat Asuka um Asuka just seems like she has some kind of counter for everything I don't know what she'll be able to do to beat Asuka and I don't know will it I don't know would it kind of like who would you want to see Asuka lose to if she lost to anybody like like who could she lose to where like if you're an Asuka fan like myself that you would be like okay she lost to her that's cool like I guess I I think her and Charlotte Flair is going to be a great match regardless I really want her to beat Charlotte and become the champ but um well I do and I don't because I don't want her to go to Smackdown because to be honest I like Raw better than Smackdown and but so I'd want her to say on Raw but if she goes over to SmackDown, that might actually help SmackDown out and, and help out their their product. Um, which I kind of like when I look at SmackDown. I'm like, this is why SmackDown is considered the B-show. Because, I don't know, even though it's shorter and you would figure it's shorter, they can pack it full of more stuff. It seems like it's shorter, so they pack it full of less big stuff. I feel like Raw, they, they figure they have three hours. They fill it with good stuff. And and then they have like a little lull in the middle where there's not a whole lot going on, but then they build it back up to the end. I feel like they, they start you off on a high note with like that opening segment. Kurt Angle comes out and makes some big announcement about something or whatever. Um, then you might have a, a couple of decent matches after that. Then towards the middle, that second hour, that second hour is pretty, you know, just kind of like not a whole lot's going on that second hour. Then that third hour, they're hyping up that ending, and they're constantly building up to that big end. And I feel like SmackDown doesn't do that. I feel like SmackDown kind of like starts off with something big, trails off, and doesn't really build back up to a big ending. It kind of just just levels off until the end. And yeah, I think they could do a lot better with uh, with SmackDown. With that, I think they if they could follow that that same trend, start off big, 
maintain that for uh, maintain that for a little bit with big exciting matches with people you really want to see kind of trail off to the middle and then towards the end build up to a really big ending um i feel like they don't do that consistently i think they 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 do that but i don't i feel like raw kind of does that consistently except for this week with the matt hardy bray Wyatt match which i thought really sucked um (laughs) but um but speaking of big beginnings um that leads into my final point which is Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. Another big match I'm looking forward to at WrestleMania. By the way, if you don't know, WrestleMania is three weeks away. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be lit. Um, so, <laughs> Roman Reigns challenged uh, Vince McMahon last week, not to a match, but confronted him about the fact that for three weeks, Brock Lesnar did not show up. There was... Um, there was supposed to be a face-off between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar uh, almost a month ago now. And on Monday Night Raw, the first week, Brock didn't show up. So they say Brock will be here next week. Second week, Brock doesn't show up. Third week, Brock doesn't show up. So that week, Roman Reigns is like, what's the repercussions? Like, basically, he didn't show up for work. What's going to happen? He confronts Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon takes him to his office. The turn out of that is Roman Reigns gets suspended. So Roman Reigns is not supposed to be at the arena. Kurt Angle comes out to open Raw. He looks out in the crowd. What does he see? He sees Roman Reigns out there. And Roman Reigns basically says, look, I'm not leaving until Brock shows up. So they said that we were ready for you. They send out uh, security. Roman Reigns is basically, you know, cooperating. He's like, all right, cuff me, take me out of here. And the <laughs> the police officers get a little touchy-feeling with Roman. Roman attack, starts attacking them handcuffed. So he basically beats up three guys handcuffed. Well... What happens? Brock Lesnar shows up. <laughs> Roman Reigns pauses, looks down at his wrist, realizes I'm handcuffed, and the beast is coming. <laughs> like, oh crap! And uh, yeah, and basically, yep. Brock Lesnar does exactly what you think Brock Lesnar is about to do. He beats the crap out of him. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll give Roman Reigns uh, one one good point. He did try to fight back initially. He grabbed a steel chair that was in the ring. And uh, he tried to swing at Brock, but that didn't work. After that swing at Brock with that steel chair, it was pretty much a wrap after that. So they still haven't stated how long Roman Reigns is suspended for. Of course, he's um, <laughs> it's definitely going to be over within three weeks because three weeks is WrestleMania. He has a title match with Brock Lesnar. So, we'll see what happens, but, um, yeah, so, Roman Reigns got his tail handed to him, but again, that was him handcuffed. I'm wondering if they'll kind of throw that in some kind of way as a stipulation of the match, like, um, you know, will they, you know, some kind of, like, handcuff match or no holes barred or whatever, like, what, I wonder if they'll, if they'll figure out some kind of way to add an extra stipulation to the match but either way that's um 
that's going to be real interesting. Again, they haven't stated how long Roman Reigns is suspended for. So we'll see what happens with Roman. Um, a lot of big stuff coming up, man, because we're, we're gearing up for WrestleMania. Like I said, it's uh, three weeks away. Um, if you don't know, WrestleMania will be April 8th. That's Sunday, April 8th, uh, 2018. Um at seven o'clock. If you don't already, get your subscription to the WWE Network. Best ten bucks you ever spend. Um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be real exciting. I'm really looking forward to WrestleMania. <clears throat> but that's all I have for you guys this week. This is your boy Demo, your WWE correspondent with the Outsiders Edge. If you don't already follow us on social media where we talk nothing but sports all day, every day um, for Trackstar Sports, uh, that's at Trackstar Sports on Twitter and on Facebook, on Instagram, it's Trackstars underscore sports. Then also follow our Debate Fuel pages, that's at Debate Fuel on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter follow us we talk sports all day every day make sure you um catch the uh debate field podcast um that's live on periscope on saturday mornings at 10 o'clock eastern time right before uh the most dangerous christian hip-hop show on the planet track stars radio um that's also live on periscope uh, every saturday 12 o'clock eastern um to make sure you tune into that podcast as well. Again, this is your boy Damo with the Outsiders Edge. I'm out. Peace.